Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, last night, Governor DeSantis and Charlie Crist had their one and only debate. This was a debate that was canceled because of Hurricane Ian, and uh, they held it. It happened to be on the first night uh, of uh, early voting. Uh, so more than a million people already voted in the state of Florida, and uh, I, don't, look, I don't know if last night's debate if Charlie Crist moved the needle at all, given uh, that he's behind by as many as 10 points in, in polls, double-digit stuff, with 14 days left to the election. Let's talk about it. We're pleased to be joined by Dr. Sean Foreman, 610 WID uh, elections and political analyst and Barry University political science professor. Follow him on Twitter at Dr. Sean Foreman. Good morning to you, Dr. Sean. Good to talk to you again. Good morning, Jimmy. Always nice to talk with you. So do you think he moved the dial at all? Did Charlie Chris make any dent? No. Uh, we'll watch when the polls come out, but I, I don't think so. And it's just it's really an impossible uphill battle for Chris and Democrats in Florida now. As you indicated, it's about 10-point lead in the polls, which is more than we expect to see in a governor's race. Uh, and, you know, look, I think Charlie Chris did all right. I think the governor did fine, too. Uh, frankly, I think it was a really good debate for for voters, both the Senate one last week and the governor's one last night, uh, to really see these candidates. But I don't think it's changing anybody's minds. You know, too too little, too late. And the last thing I'll say on that is what would, they would really need is another debate, a follow-up, where, where Chris could come back and say, well, you said this or you didn't say that and try to pick at it more. That's still not going to do anything. No, um, you know. <laughs> Uh, debate didn't change anything, and we're probably looking at DeSantis winning two weeks from today. Yeah, we're, we're so polarized. I'm not sure debates uh, really matter anymore, do they? I mean, everybody seems to go and watch these debates with their mind made up. There's such a little portion of people who are actually uh, truly independent voters. I think so. And, and really, the ones who watch the debate are us, uh, either with minds made right. up or who you know care about the, the process. So uh, I don't know. That's a bigger question. And uh, yeah, we've been thinking about that. What's the role of debates? The fact that this one happened um, so close to the election, as you noted, uh, early voting started. People are voting in the mail. Um, yeah, we, we, you really had to begrudgingly get the governor to agree to one. I know they, they postponed it because of the storm, but just one instead of two or three like in the past. Uh, most of the campaigning happens on social media and, um, you know, the, the ad buys are more important. So all that to say is I... I think we have to have debates, especially for the, the big races, because we need to see them on the stage get tested. But it probably doesn't uh, determine the outcome of the race unless right. you make a mistake or do something silly. Right. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's um, it's the kind of thing where uh, the Santas, you can't blame them for not wanting to debate more, because if you're ahead by 10 points and you're the incumbent, what's the benefit to you of debating? Well, yeah, again, I get it. I used to think, gosh, we've got to have these two, three debates. Congressional candidates should debate. Mayor candidates should debate. But I get it. I I used to wonder how these some candidates, and usually Republicans, but really it's frontrunners. Whoever's the clear frontrunner didn't really want to debate. 
Uh, again, I get it now. There's there's no upside. All you're doing is giving your opponent a, a platform and a potential right. to catch up. So, uh, you know, again, it's unfair. Um, if you don't get that, we need to have some happy balance. But um, you know, I'm not sure that, that that's what's, you know, what matters in the campaign seems to be the ads and the party affiliation these days. Yeah, it sure does. I mean, tonight you've got uh, Fetterman and, and Oz, for example, uh, debating. And yeah. that'll be interesting because I think people do want to see what Fetterman has or doesn't have after the stroke. Well, you're right. And, you know, I'm a f- past uh, uh, Pennsylvanian as well. So I'm going to be watching that one. Uh, and I, so, so that said, that one probably does matter. But, of course, that's <laughs> special circumstances. Right. You know, a candidate who had a stroke and who's been avoiding the media for other reasons. So, um, so let's see if that you know, moves the needle, but, but yes, debates don't matter much except for if we want to see the candidate after uh, a stroke or medical condition. Well, you, you and I got the, uh, you know, the golden ticket. We got out of Pennsylvania and came to Florida. My goodness. Congratulations to you yeah. too. All right. Yes. Yes. Thank you. It doesn't get any better. No, it doesn't. Thanks, Dr. Sean. We'll talk to you uh, soon. I hope you take care now. See you. Thanks, Jimmy. You too.